welcome back. Thank you for joining me. This is Timmy Allen. Thrilled to be here as always on My Tribe Podcast. This week we're doing something a little bit different, or I should say this episode we're doing something a little bit different. I have four guests that are going to be on with me in this episode, and we're really focused not on memories in this one. We're focused on life in the quarantine. And yes, we're calling it the quarantine. I know it might be social distance, social isolation, whatever you might have, but we're calling it the quarantine life. And these are four of my really good friends from college. Couldn't love these guys more than I do. I have Janu, I have Baba, Adam Donro, I have Bruno, and I have Silly, also known as Maddie Kiernan. So Janu, Baba, Bruno, and Silly K. And these four guys all have kids, all have jobs, just like me. And we're all just trying to survive this crazy time, clearly. And so this was really meant for us to sit down and just sort of describe what life is like for us right now in the middle of this quarantine. We, fit, we recorded this almost two months to the day since the quarantine started. And we talked about a couple things before we hit record. You know, we wanted to make sure that we did our best to not have any judgment. You know, everybody's doing what they can do to survive this weird time. And so you're going to hear some different stories and some guys doing it different than other guys. And everybody, no one cares. Everybody's just trying to survive. Um, we also definitely want to acknowledge, or I especially want to acknowledge that, you know, what we're dealing with is the bare minimum type of pain that can be felt right now. All four of these guys, plus me, we have good families. Uh, we have good relationships with our wives. None of us have lost our jobs. So we're really lucky. So I realize that there's a whole other level of dealing with the quarantine life that exists that that's not what we're dealing with. We're dealing with being cooped up in the house, not being able to do so many things we're so used to. Uh, a couple other things that came up after we recorded it. Um, despite what Don Rose says, his wife Katie has not been um, quarantined since January. She started at the same time as everybody else, which is mid-March. He had his timeline a little off, as you'll see. Uh, we talked about different shows we've been watching, and somehow Tiger King did not come up. I have not watched it, but a couple of the guys have, and it just slipped our minds. Um, and then you're going to want to stay tuned till the very end, because right when we're about to finish and it's, it's coming to a close, Bruno gives us a nice update on Biggie Sports, <laughs> which was extremely important, uh, and I appreciate it. Um, and the last thing I'll say is before we started the podcast, I did say to these guys, you know, just like every other podcast we're doing on the My Tribe thing here, the goal is 20 years from now, we want to listen to ourselves having recorded this podcast and we want to be able to go back in to what our quarantine life was like. It really was meant to capture this moment two months into the quarantine, capture our emotions, capture our day to day, capture our feelings. And 20 years from now, this is meant to bring us back. And I am happy to say after this recording that I think we completely accomplished that goal. So without further ado, this is me, Janu, Donro, Bruno, and Maddie K. Quarantine Life. All right. So, with no further ado, we're here with the fellas. I got Janu, I got Bruno, I got Adam Fuji Donro, and I got Maddie Silly K. So, welcome, fellas. Thanks for joining the My Tribe podcast. And here we're here today to sort of talk about life in the quarantine. So, I'm going to start with just sort of like the logistics of this. My first question is, just sort of how locked down are you? How socially distanced have you been? Uh, how many rules are you following? 
I want to know how locked down you are. So Janu, why don't you lead us off, man? What's life like in the Bowden household? So life in the Bowden household. So we're, we're locked down um, to, to some degree, um, I would say, because we, the kids aren't really, you know, we're not going out. So the kids aren't going out. We're not seeing, you know, friends that we would normally see. We're not seeing our grandparents or anything like that. So we're, we're pretty much sticking to our, our street. But on our street, we live in a cul-de-sac and we have lots of families that are relatively the same age. So the kids, um, they have been playing with the neighbors um and pretty much we're we're letting them do that um because it's like what what else can we do you know these these kids are the same age they're right across the street they play uh in the beginning um we were you know letting them go in the backyard and they had a trampoline but we we cut that off and pretty much said that you know if they're out in the street riding their bikes that's that's acceptable and you know our you know, we're quarantining, they're quarantining. Um, so that's the only interaction that they have with other other kids. Um, and, you know, that, that's what we're doing. Um, but no one else has been in your house except the four of you? Right, that's it. No one's been in the house. No one's allowed in the house. You know, we only go out to get groceries pretty much and take out. And then when we're doing the takeout and the grocery thing, it's like wipe, total wipe down, Clorox bleach wipes on everything. Um, but yeah, you know, our, we haven't seen our, the grandparents at all. Uh, we did a couple of drive-bys where they would just wave <laughs> to their Gigi and, and that was, and that was it pretty much. Wow. Wow. How about you, Donro? Um, so we've been, we've been, nobody's been in the house since probably, I don't know end of January, whenever this whole thing, Katie had, Katie stopped working, um, like right away as soon as her, her office was really good and said, because of what's going on with her, she could, she needs to stay home. Um, in terms of coming in the house, nobody's been in the house. There's been nobody besides us four in the house outside stuff. It, it kind of seems like there's been a lot of things going on in terms of like birthdays and celebrations, and things like that. We've gone to my parents' house and sat at the edge of their driveway. We've gone to friends' houses that sat at the end of their driveway and like, we've kind of dr drilled it into our kids in terms of like not going near other kids and kind of giving them space and letting them play. Our cousins have come over. They're, they're like a block away. So they're, they ride their bike, they run over. They, if they have a break from school, they come over and they run around outside and they ride their bikes on opposite sides of the streets. But like in terms of seeing people and doing things like that, we, we've kind of been just done the whole social distancing thing like that. Um, we haven't been to the grocery store. I haven't been to the grocery store since February, since January. Um, well, you're saying since January, but this start like it started here March 13th. No, well, we so we've been so since Katie started. Whenever they did the, um, whenever they started like saying stay away from people or social distancing or kind of doing stuff like that. So Katie, I feel like Katie's been off, been at home since. Um, or two before I, I, our school got let out. Wow. Uh, so maybe the beginning of March then. So you're even longer. Maybe the beginning of March, yeah, end of yeah. February. So it's end of February. I don't know what it is, but it's on the calendar. So there's like 65 days. 
um, or six <laughs> But who's days. counting? Who's counting? But who's counting? I mean, <laughs> you know, we're, we're checking off every single day that goes by. Um, is your, are you, you know, okay? Been, is, your, is your forehead sweating right now? Are you okay? No, I got no sweat. It's a sheen. I got nothing. <laughs> I got a, I got a Rubik's Cube. Um, but yeah, we haven't been to the store. We haven't done any of that stuff. Um, Do you get takeout? Curbside pickup. No, we don't. Um, well, we got dough actually last week from a pizza place. We get two balls of dough when we made pizza. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't get yeast. Right. There's no yeast. So, so Katie's been home since 2017 and yeah. got, two things of dough. <laughs> got it. We don't, we have, a, oh, we also do have 37 things of Lysol wipes and we have four <laughs> giant containers of Lysol spray. So other than that, I think we're all set. Katie is actually, since we've had our son, he's nine. So she's been home for nine years. Katie, <laughs> Katie got the lowdown early. <laughs> uh, Bruno, what about you, man? How, what level of lockdown are we at, Bruno? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think in terms of, you know, I talk to you guys, you know, weekly and I guess daily, you know, via, via WhatsApp. But, um, but I feel like the, so when this whole thing went down, we, we were mid, we were mid March, both my wife and I, and, and uh, both Rach and I. And, um, but when this whole thing went down, we were in the middle of a house renovation. So we had workers in the house. They, we asked them to wear masks. So they were wearing masks, but we weren't going to tell them to stop. So we still had guys coming to our house. We obviously social distanced from them as much as we could. Um, but you know, they still had a week or two left of work. So they finished up. Um, we also had air conditioning put in scheduled and they came and did their work wearing masks. Um, um, and then, you know, we've been doing grocery stores. Um, we see my in-laws, they go to grocery stores. Um, you know, when, when this whole thing went down, we have a neighbor across the street who, she was great. The, 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 the wife uh, of, of our neighbors across the street, she was great. She came up with the idea. She's like, if we're doing this, let's do it together. Um, they have two girls around our, our boys age. And so we've been kind of hanging out with them on Friday and Sundays. Friday is party night. Sunday is dinner. Um, and, uh, and we see them, you know, a couple times a week, the kids play together. Um, we also though have neighbors next door, um, with two boys. And the hard part was, is we, he still goes to work every day. So we decided we can't, you know, see them because it's more at risk. Um, he's a mechanic, so he sees people every day. He deals with, you know, several different people uh, every day. And so, but the, the girls, you know, our neighbors with the girls would be over here. The girls and, the, and our boys would be playing outside. The neighbors next door with the boys, they'd be outside just watching, oh. not being able to join. It's heartbreaking. Oh, that's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Yeah. And so that was, that was March, right? And into April. Now we're into May and... Now the kids are playing. Yeah. Now, you know, they were playing, you know, the other day, you know, if they're outside, our boys will just walk over to their house and play outside. Today, Drew played with some of his hockey buddies across the street in the school parking lot. They played rollerblade hockey. Um, you know, so those things are happening now. Um, and, uh, you know, I went to, you know, I didn't see my mom or my sisters for the first couple months. You know, Mother's Day happened the other day. I went to my mom's place. I put on a mask. She wore a mask. I sat on her couch, you know, probably 10 feet away from her. And I stayed there for 30 minutes on Mother's Day. 
just nice. me, you know? That's great. So like those sorts of things are happening now. And I gotta say like, it's time. In my opinion, it's time for that stuff to start happening. Like we, we were told to flatten the curve. And the reason why we flattened the curve was to make sure that the hospitals had everything they needed, that they weren't, you know, overrun by patients coming in there. And we've done that. We've done a pretty good job of that. It seems like the, the hospitals are in a good, pretty good place. In my opinion, it's now time to kind of turn the knob a little bit, not to turn it on high, but just to open it up a little bit so that we get out there. We got to start doing stuff. Um, and so that's, you know, that's kind of my mindset. I also just booked a vacation, not a vacation. I booked two weeks in the Outer Banks. Uh, <laughs> it's so, a vacation. Oh, it's a vacation. Why can't you call it's it a vacation? vacation? Well, because I, because I didn't take, I'm, I only took, we're going to be there for two weeks. I only took two days, you know, off. So I'll be working from the home. My kids will still be doing schoolwork from the home. Just so happens we'll have our, our own pool and we're on the beach. So. Yeah, the other night, um, so we're quarantining with my sister's family. We did about four weeks where we were completely by ourselves. Uh, and then we did two or three weeks of lockdown where they didn't see anybody. Kyle got over because he got it. We think he got it. He got over it. There was plenty of time passed. And then we had sort of a way we were going to try to get, come together. We, we had a two-week plan. We, we were still nervous after two weeks, but after three weeks, we joined so now we have a nice little, what we're calling a quarantine, and that makes all the difference. They were here tonight. Uh, but the other night, Bruno, Mary-Kate was like, we need to get ahead of this vacation thing. Like, how's this going to work? Like, should we be renting a house at the Cape for the entire summer because no one can do anything? She said, or should we be like going to the Outer Banks for a month and just like the prices are going to be low? And I, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know what school's going to be like. I might need to be around. Who knows? And then I, I, I called her the next day and was like, Bruno, Bruno's ahead of it. He's gone. He's out to the Outer Banks for two weeks. Well, I got to be honest. And, and what set me off, and this is, this is the truth, um, there's, so two things happened. Um, Rachel, my wife, went on a jog. You know, she did a three-mile jog around my neighborhood. It's, it's just around, you know, the block. And she was pulled over by a Framingham police officer because she wasn't wearing a mask. Now she wasn't running in a group. She wasn't running near anybody. In fact, if there was someone walking, what she does is she runs on the street, making sure she stays six feet away from them yep. and then continues her run, totally social distancing. And like the cop, you know, put on his like, you know, siren, whoop, whoop, pulled her over, gave her a warning because she wasn't wearing a freaking mask. Yeah. So that happened. I had a meeting. I had a, um, a meeting with my old boss, and I noticed on the on the call we were, you know, um, that she was not in her normal office, her home office. She's in South Carolina, and so I'm like, we were what? just talking. And she's like, you should totally go to the Outer Banks. And right after that call, I just started googling properties, and I pulled the trigger pretty much immediately. So that's what happened. I mean, that those. Yeah. That, that's the, that was the chain of events that, that made that happen. I had to get out of here. Like that, my wife being pulled over during a jog was kind of the last straw. Yeah. How about you, Maddie? How locked down is the Kiernan family? Um, we're, pretty, we're pretty stringent, I think. Um, there hasn't been anybody in our house since the beginning of March, except I had a plumber come in because I'm, our vacation to the Bahamas got scuttled. And so I think we're going to, 
do a bathroom over. So I had a plumber come in who I know pretty well uh, to give me an estimate on a few things. And he wore a mask, and but he was only here 20 minutes. And so no one's been in my house. At the beginning, we were doing, a, I was doing all the grocery shopping. Um, and it was, you know, you guys have done it. It's fucking freaky, terrible. It's anxiety provoking. And, and I was one of the first ones to wear like a, like a, I don't know if you know what it's called, a mask, I guess, but it's like a winter thing that I wear when we go snowshoeing. And I was like, I feel like a complete jackass walking around with this thing. And no, and people were kind of looking at me and they'd be like an old, an old lady with a mask on and me. And then in like three days, if you weren't in a store with a mask on, everyone was staring at you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sort of, so we cobbled together some online ordering for a while and I haven't been back in the grocery store in weeks now. Um, we don't, the kids really don't see anyone. My cousin's kids, we run into my cousin. Like I'm, so we go up to that house on the river and we're pretty lucky because it's got a huge driveway. So we can walk and get exercise and the kids can ride bikes and Ella will do like 10 miles on her bike. It's stupid. And Grady will do like four and we'll see my cousin and his kids up there, but it's all outside. Um, and our rationale there was, uh, you know, if Bess and I were to get sick, where would we send our kids? You know, we'd send them with them. Um, and we'd do the same for them. We'd take their kids if they were to get sick. And they're pretty well locked down. Josh is still out and working. Um, but he's fanatical about wiping things down and covering his face. And so we've seen them. My sister got stuck in Hawaii for six weeks. She was in the middle of a year and a half trip around the world with her family. And what? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. They were in they were in California and this started to go on and we were like, You probably ought you probably shouldn't leave. She's like, It's gonna be fine, no problem. And she got to Hawaii and she couldn't leave. And the the locals were like belligerent towards all the Howleys that were escaping from the mainland. So they couldn't even leave their little rental place. And so they finally hopped on a plane and now they're back here. So we see them and their kids, but we don't, we try to stay away from them until their two weeks is up. But yeah, you know, I, ha I haven't given my mother a hug in correct, three months. It's yeah. Awful. That's the hardest, that's the hardest part. Um, my kids haven't given her a hug. I mean, we talk to her every day, but, and we see her from a distance, but it's nowhere near the same. So. Well, about what you were saying about the grocery shopping. So I went about six weeks without grocery shopping. And then, and we were just doing Instacart, right? And then I was, there, for some reason, I had to go to the grocery store. So I went to kind of like the quote unquote fancy grocery store around here. Because um, I knew I'd spend more, but I, I just kind of felt like it'd be less crowded. Um, and I'd been driving by the regular big Y's and they'd been packed. So I get to this fancy one and everybody inside of it's wearing a mask everybody's following the arrows, everybody's social distancing. So I'm like, you know what? This isn't that bad. I see one person in the store, no mask, no regard for the rules, just like totally doing whatever they want to do. And she was working for Instacart. And I was like, oh my goodness, I might be done with Instacart. Cause wow. I'm not saying that you can't like fix the groceries on your front stoop, but literally I, it was, I, I was like, 
I'd rather controlled my groceries. She was all over the place and breathing everywhere, could be coughing, and she's the one that's been delivering my groceries. So that kind of changed it for us. We've ever, ever since that moment, we've been trying to go grocery shopping at off times, but where we feel yeah. like we're in control of the food. That's a great uh, story. Yeah. That's a great story. And I think, you know, Maddie, you telling me, you rationalizing uh, going to your cousin's place because if you were get, to get sick, they would, uh, they would take the kids is, is uh, that plus uh, Timmy seeing an Instacart person makes me feel a lot better about what I'm doing and who I'm seeing and where I'm going. So <laughs> those stories coming, it's making me feel a lot, yeah. a lot better. We don't, right, even, so we don't have Instacart here. I, I would have I jumped on it for sure. But or maybe not. Or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> not, maybe now. not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Janu. If I'm not mistaken, there was a day last week where Colby was working out of the house. Each kid had three or four Zoom calls. I believe you had four or five Zoom calls. And I believe there was a coffee problem in the morning. Uh, you had a lot of anxiety going into this day. You, you really told us it was coming up. Uh, what happened? What, what was that day like, man? So that, that was the, I think it was the first or second day that Colby had, she just started going back to work and she's working for Boston Medical Center. Uh, she's a nurse. So she's there three days a week now. She's working part time. So those days I'm home with a seven and six year old, uh, second grade kindergarten, and then trying to do like a full time job right now. And I'm in between projects. So I'm trying to transition off one into another one. So I'm like, all right, I got to do this. And then they added a couple of extra Zoom meetings based off some feedback they received from parents uh, at the school they're attending. And I'm like, these, these people don't work at all. Like this is taking up some of their free time, but it's just more work for me. So that day, Kyrie had four meetings, Tyler had two. And then I had scheduled on the books four and a half hours worth of meetings. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So that's when I text you guys. I'm like, hey, I don't know what this day is going to look like. <laughs> and and it was it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. You sent a video in the morning <laughs> as if you were going to like document the day. And the video was hilarious. And you announced there was no coffee in the house. And then you, we never heard from you again. The rest that was of the it. day, that was it. That so was it. I wanted to send another video because so earlier that week, Colby, like, so it's nurses, it was nurses week as well. And she's yep. like, you know, it's nurses week. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do. Like, and I was like, is that something new? She's <laughs> like, no, they've been doing this like for 12, 15 years. I'm like, oh, okay. So of course I'm going to do something like, I was gonna do something small, you know, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Like I wasn't gonna do anything big. So we were gonna like have the kids like go out with the chalk and write a note for their mother. So when she drove into the, you know, driveway, she would see that. Um, but I, you know, it was gonna be a surprise, no big deal. Um, so that day, that same day that I was made that video, one of her best friends comes by the house with a kit of donuts and her kids, um, wrote a letter to my wife, a nice cute letter, happy Mother's Day and happy Nurses Day. And 
you know, so they like beat me to it. Show, so now everything you that I, I scrapped did the chalk. after that was like an afterthought. I was like, well, <laughs> she did this and now you did this as like a reaction. So I was like, this motherfucker, man. I was just like, no, <laughs> no, no. Like I couldn't get a break at all that day. And it's um, the best. Isn't that the best? It, it was, it was, you can't terrible. get ahead of it. I couldn't. So I, I look like a jerk in the end. Like, you know, we're doing something afterwards, but you know, she, was good, she was a good sport about it all. So I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, catch anything from that, but still, you, you should have, you should have flipped the script on her and said, listen, it's teacher appreciation week too. And I've been home all day teaching these two. Yes. So <laughs> and what are you doing for me? Yeah, that's what and I wanted. We were they were holding up like notes for the teachers and stuff. I'm like, y'all need to hold up a note for me, Dad, because <laughs> <laughs> Dad is doing the majority of the teaching right now. So. And when is Financial Analyst Day, by the way? Like, when do we celebrate? <laughs> when do we when do we celebrate Masters of Excel Spreadsheets Day? Right, Johnny? Like, when do we celebrate that? Because <laughs> that should be a day. day. We need a day. RMC needs to be a heavy like. <laughs> gifting out on that day i need to receive some major gifts from him on that day <laughs> <laughs> all right so don row what i what i've been hearing from you is your kids always want to do something with you and your kids are always hungry oh constantly i can't be the only one whose kids are constantly hungry <laughs> am i the only one who's every every 30 seconds dad can we take a break dad can i get a cheesecake dad can i get a yogurt how about a frozen waffle? We got we we made a mistake getting the the Costco pack of egos. We never get egos. We got the Costco pack of egos. We've had seventy two waffles for like no, I don't know three days. They're almost all gone. <laughs> How, many you How many of you have? How many of you have? Let's talk about it. I don't even <laughs> frozen though. <laughs> I toast mine. Um, turned into the day has turned into like wake up never like gotten ready and brushed their teeth and like started the day faster than they can right now because they just want to sit at the table they want to get their work done and by if they're sitting at the table by 8 30 9 o'clock they're saying they're done with work by 9 45 and 10 o'clock maybe the latest <laughs> and then it's i have shit to do i have a lot of work to do and then it's like that i'll go outside that can we do this that can we do this Started letting them take the kids, the dog, for the walk, and got a little lenient with that. They've they've gone for um, I don't know, maybe two miles, and we were like, ooh, maybe that's too far. Maybe we shouldn't let the kids go that far. So we started giving them Katie's phone, and now they take Katie's phone, and that's backfired because it's a call every 13 steps. Dad, uh, Ollie wants to hold the phone. Can I hold the phone? Hold the phone. And so, so then my day, I was in a PPT today. I probably had 13 phone calls from them in the, during the PPT. Um, I don't know. That's it. I can, but I can't be the only person whose kids are constantly starving. That's one of the things we talked about. We talk about dinner every night. They're like, oh, what's, what's one thing good about this? And like, I get to eat snacks whenever I want. I get snacks whenever I want. <laughs> that's one of their memories. That's one of their memories of this whole thing is that they get to eat snacks whenever they want. I love when you talk about how they've just finished a snack. They do five minutes of work and then they want another snack. Snack. Dad's going to get a snack. How about water, Dad? Do we have water? So now I've started just filling up giant jugs of water and putting them on the table. 
which is going to backfire again too because that entire jug of water is going to spill all over the yeah, electronics that are all over the table <laughs> any day now and then i'll be six hundred dollars in the hole for three chromebooks that's that's when we wrap it up and say hey summertime <laughs> you're not getting another chromebook <laughs> so bruno one of my favorite videos from all of this was the day it seemed like you were in like a you were in a bedroom at a desk it had to be your bedroom and you it was you clearly, okay and you were clearly trying to do work and but so you just had your face like in the bottom corner of the video and your boys were absolutely losing their mind behind yeah. you yeah so tell us a little bit about the drew coop dynamic now that they've yeah. been cooped up for two months yeah it's 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 weird, right? Because I, I at so Drew's Drew's eight, Coop is four. Drew is really bright, um, and, um, and and Coop is two. But Drew just really enjoys pushing his buttons so much, like he literally will watch Coop have a meltdown and just giggle. Like he really enjoys it, and so he does it all the time. Um, and it frustrates the hell out of us because. You know, we're like, you know, it's really not, you know, Coop is being a, a whiny little bitch. And, <laughs> and, and so, four. so we can't really <laughs> yell at the, what's that? But he he's said he's four. four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can't yell at a four-year-old because he's just being a four-year-old. So we yell at Drew when Drew was just, Drew was just being, you know, he's just pushing his buttons, you know. Um, but like recently it's been more. You know, I'm feeling guilty because I can sense my frustration, right? With, you know, I'm seeing my kids all day, every day, my wife all day, every day, and I'm just tired of them. They're tired of me. And so when I see them have meltdowns or when I see Coop have a meltdown, I'm trying not to get as frustrated because I get it. Like these kids are doing the same thing, the same games, the same toys even the same iPad, whatever, like they're just doing the same thing every day and it's not normal. There is no normal right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be um, a little more sympathetic, although it's difficult, right? Because anyone can fly up the handle. Like if I'm busy, if I have a call, if I'm doing something, I'll freak out and yell at them. And then 30 seconds later, be like, guys, just, you know, whatever, but it's, it's hard, man. It's really, it's, it's difficult. Um, um, but yes, my, 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 my kids. And I, here's another thing. Like, I don't want to say my life is like, I'm, you know, I I almost feel guilty telling, talking to you guys or talking to people at work that like, here are my struggles because like everyone's struggling. Like this is not right. Right. And so I'm having these dark, dark, dark days, like really dark, bad depression episodes. And like, I'm keeping it to myself because like, I get it. Like other people must be feeling the same thing I am. And like, I can't go on and on about how terrible I feel when like everyone's in the same situation. So, um, you know, my kids freaking out. Are, are are commonplace right now, but I'm starting to just get used to it. Yeah, but I, I think I think you're right, but I do think it's important to like tell the stories and talk about it because 
even though we're all struggling in our own way, like it's unique in each house, right? So like I know I know on Wednesday nights when we have our Wheaton Zoom, like I feel great afterwards because I just feel like I bonded over all the challenges that we're facing, right? Rather than just like kept them in. I mean, it's not the same as having someone get it and then losing someone to the disease. I mean, there's a whole other level of challenge yeah. here, right? Uh, yeah. Or poverty right now, obviously. But like, don't sell yourself short, man. Like what you're going through and what we're all going through is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, so I think I do think I know what you mean, but I do think it's good to like e- even just tell the stories because you just gotta like bond over the misery. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How about you, silly? How are your kids getting along? <clears throat> My, you know, it's funny. I was on a I was on a Zoom last night with the York guys, and Brandon was like, "Man, I'm gonna miss a lot of this," you know. And I was like, "What are you talking about, Mike?" From the moment I get up in the morning until I put them to bed, and I put them to bed pretty early, like it's constant. There's no letdown. And I spend, I literally spend half of the day talking to my students or their parents or teachers and saying, hey, listen, this is unprecedented. Just take your foot off the pedal a little bit. Like it's going to be okay. Everyone's going to be all right. Like you've got to back off these kids. Like, listen, I'm sorry, Mrs. Music Teacher, that they're not showing up to your Zoom to talk about the clarinet, but like, you don't know what this kid's got going on in his house and the fact that he's getting English work done. Let's take that as a win and we're going to move on, right? And then the other half of my day, like standing over Grady being like, come on, you got to write a paragraph. Like, come on, you got to write a paragraph and you got to work on your spelling words and you got to get your math done. And the dichotomy between those two things and the feelings of like, guilt that it gives me that I'm not doing a good job there or at or at my job is really difficult and I know what you're saying Brune like you know I uh I have a good supervision group where a bunch of counselors we get together once a week and we talk about how things are going and once a month we meet with like a professional who helps us walk through like hard stuff and I think it's okay to in one breath say you know this is I'm super frustrated. I've had it up to here. I'm a snap show on anybody who comes across me. But on the other hand, and say, you know what, but I'm pretty grateful. Like my paychecks are coming. Right. Um, my family's healthy. Like, I think we're going to get through this. I have good friends I can fall back on. And it's okay to have that same all in one conversation to be able to say all of that. You know, because I find myself talking about how different work is. And I really like my job. But like, right now, it's awful. The job's awful. There's nothing, I don't get to see kids. Like anybody that works in schools, you get to see kids come in the door, you get to give them a high five, walking down the hall. Like, and that's part of our job. And we don't do that now. And like, I get really down about it because I feel like I'm a terrible counselor. Like I'm not doing anything that I feel enjoying, that I'm enjoying or that I feel is productive and it's hard. Um, and then put that on top of fighting my kids. I mean, they they get along fine, and they're gonna be okay. Like I'm not worried about them, but so true. Not they're not fun. The days are not fun. Yeah, it's so true. And I and I feel like you know us as human beings, like we really need that interaction. Well, at least you know I know a majority of us do. There are some folks out there that probably are you know like being alone, but for the majority of us and the folks that I know, like 
human interaction is normal. We need it other than the folks that we live under the same roof with, right? But more than that too, and I think I've told you guys this before, like part of what I feel is like, I look forward to things. Like I look forward to small things too. Like yeah. gym after work. I look forward to an exciting Friday night after a long week of work, right? Those things don't like, those even small things don't exist anymore. Never mind the, you know, a Patriots game on a Sunday or a Celtics game, a big Celtics game, sports um, or, or a vacation or, or plans that you have with a friend that you haven't seen in a long time. Any of those things, not having those things has been such a letdown and such a, a, a I don't know, I, I've never had this feeling ever of nothing that to look forward to, which I think partially is why, or, you know, probably a big part is why I, I you know, had to schedule a, a trip somewhere. Just yeah. to get out of here, just something to look forward to. Rach and I were dancing around the house last night, so excited. We're like, we're going to the Outer Banks. Like, it was unbelievable. It was so exciting. Um, anyways. Um, so I've been lucky, because we've been using the lake house a lot um, on the weekend. So it at least changes things up. It's not the same as having a Pats game or having, like, new people showing up. But at least it's a change of venue. But I know what you mean, Broom, because where, where that hits me the most is, like, even this, even today, like this morning, I ran an errand at like 7 a.m. and it was a safe errand that actually made me feel good, you know. And then I was deep in work at eight o'clock, wall balance and Tegan and Mela and their work. And like, I, I just had, you know, I had five, I had five Zoom meetings today plus parented. Uh, and it, it went well, like it was a good day. But then at like 530, I'm like, you can feel like, my reflex is, oh, something awesome is going to happen now because I just had this productive day. And then I'm like, no, nothing's going to happen now. Like <laughs> nothing. It's exactly. just, just going to be the exact same thing. Right. And then tomorrow we're going to start over. Right. And Round up. So yeah. Exactly. It's, oh, it's brutal feeling where it's like, yeah, what's about to happen? Where am I? Am I going to a pub to see my buddies? Does Mailer or Tegan have a cool game tonight? Am I coaching a practice? Like what? And it's just no, not there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no there's no break from any of the monotony. It's always the same thing over and over and, and over. over. <laughs> right, not even a change of scenery. Like no, not even it's it's your office is the it's same. It's not a change of scenery. There's the same as your no change of scenery. Yeah. It's the same as your your cafeteria. Is the same as your 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 playground. Your recess. Everything is the same. There's no. Yeah. and you'll find bruno i think with your trip like you'll find that a change of scenery does help like us going to the lake a bunch of weekends it does help it makes sunday night a lot easier because you get home and you're like i'm home i gotta get ready for the next challenge but it's not the same as hanging with people right? right so it's better than no change of scenery but it's not the same as seeing friends or or going to a party or 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 having an event um uh Janu, could you just tell us about what happens when your kids ask you what time it is? Please walk us through that a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so it's it's like they take telling time literally. So it, it, it and it pisses me off to no end. <laughs> and it's a daily occurrence every single day. So if it's, you know, I'm saying it, you know, 830, it's time for bed. They're like, Dad, no, it's not. It's 8.28. And I'm like, 
what? <laughs> and I got to <laughs> explain to them about rounding up in time and all that. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. I think they finally are starting to get it, but they do that all the time. And it just drives me insane. I think they're I think they're getting that they don't want to piss you off anymore. <laughs> no, they, they, they don't, don't want to keep the conversation up all the time. You've been sending some nice questions to the group about like what it's okay and not okay to do towards your child. Uh, but but I, I really respect your self-reflection. You're really thinking about things ahead of time. Well, yeah, because it's even this like I want to say like I can't say you're you're assholes or, um, <laughs> but I could say like you're you're being a jerk. You're acting. You're acting and, like you're acting like a jerk. And today I was I was I should have done and I was gonna send you guys another video blog because I was having another meltdown with all the things going on with the the work and and all this stuff and you know Kyrie he did not want to do an assignment and he was whining and I was just like why are you you're whining like a dog and then he started to cry and I'm like oh no, you're whining like a baby and I was like that's that's probably the nicest thing I could have said to you in the moment because I wanted to say like you're acting like a like you're acting like a bitch <laughs> like, I mean I wanted to say that um and of course you know I didn't say that but it's just like this stuff just keeps on eating at you to some degree so to, to kind of go back on what you guys were saying a little while ago too it's just like you know all the stuff that's been going on and like you know you're trying to teach you're trying to work you're trying to be a husband you're trying to be a cook and it's like you feel like you're failing almost at everything you know so it's just like some days you just need to win some way somehow and a lot of that time just like you know with the chat that we do like it's with our WhatsApp chat or it's with our Zoom calls. So it's like, I got to win today, man. I talked to my, with my, with my crew and I laughed. I haven't laughed like that in, you know, forever. My biggest laugh comes from our Zoom chat, hands down. Yeah. No question. No question. <laughs> no question. No question. I, I, was, I was in a really dark place last Wednesday. Really dark, very depressed. Um, going into that Zoom call, I was just like, I don't even think I want to join. And I got to be honest, I went to bed right after. I had a great night's sleep. I woke up in a great mood. And it had a, it was 100% had everything to do with, you know, spending that two, two and a half hours, whatever it was, on the phone with you guys, just laughing my ass off, forgetting about life for a few minutes. And like, that, that's, that's the good stuff. Um, and why we don't do that more often when, when there's no pandemic is it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that I think that's gonna stick post pandemic. Um, all right, so I'm gonna I wanna I wanna tell one story about the moment where I completely lost it. It was last week, and if you guys could give some thought, uh, has there been one moment where you most fell apart um, that you can remember? Uh, but as you know, for me, it was last week. I was just about to get on a one o'clock Zoom with teachers, uh, a, a crew of 10 special ed teachers. Uh, one thing about my Zooms at work is that as principal, like I'm always in charge of the Zoom. So there's no like join a Zoom, sit there and listen. Like I'm always the one that has to answer the questions and facilitate. And I love that, but it means there's no, there's no chill Zoom, right? And this was gonna be an important one. And just as I'm about to, the toilet clogs in our bathroom. And I'm, I'm like, 
Mela, what, what the? And she's like, I what? I mean, I was in there, but like, there's no way that was me. And then I started to give Mela like a little edge. And like, I went in there thinking it'd be two plunges. And I was like 10 plunges in, nothing was happening. Water was overflowing everywhere. And she looks down the hallway and I can tell from her face that Tegan is down the hallway looking at Mela, making a face like I did that. I didn't tell anybody. And then you went on top of it and now it's a double. And so that's exactly what had happened. And I started screaming at the top of my lungs. And Della, at, in that moment, was on a walk by herself. So there wasn't even any help. She was on a walk, listening probably to this podcast, like laughing to one of your voices. And then, and anyway, so I texted my assistant principal. I was like, I'm going to be late for the Zoom. I've got a problem here. I texted him 20 minutes later. I said, I'm ankle deep in poop water. It's, 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 it's not getting any better. I started to think sweating. to myself, oh my God, I was sweating. I was yelling at Tegan at a level I had never yelled at her. I was so angry. I told her to go get into poopy clothes because she was clean. Yep, because she was cleaning this all up. And then she, and then, oh, then she, so I go, go upstairs and get me some sneakers for me that I can stand in in this water because I they're they're I need I need to get I need you to get me some not cool sneakers and she comes back down and she goes I couldn't find any all of your sneakers are cool and I was like oh my god I'm gonna strangle you right now it's not time to kiss up to me and uh anyways then and then you know then you panic right so then in my mind I'm like what kind of man am I that I don't know step two on how to fix a toilet right like all I know is to keep jamming the plunger in there so, no matter how much water like how don't I not know what the other step is anyways so finally it actually miraculously unclogs. I may, obviously I made Tegan help me clean it and a, a lot of different things, but I had lost it. And Bruno, like what you said, like it just, you know, she shouldn't have done that. Right. But like, we're just living on top of each other. Like that's, that's a midday poop. She normally takes at school. Right. And like, there's still like, it just, it just, I, but I, that I try, you know, I agree with Bruno that since then I'm trying to monitor myself a little bit better. I'm trying to think about, how to see their side of each moment a little bit better. But that was it. I, I hope that that was the low point because I lost my mind. So let me, let me ask you, ahead. how did she take it? Like, cause if that was like the hardest you've ever yelled at her and that was like, how did she take it? And this is interesting uh, because I, I just, I'm curious because I, I see how Drew reacts to me. But so how does she take it knowing the situation we're in? Does she take all that into account as like a child? Like, how did she take it? Was she scared? She was, I don't know if I would say scared. I wish she was more scared. I yeah. wish she was more scared. Um, that's going to be something we'll have to work through later on. But um, I, I think that, uh, I think that she took it in. I think she knew, you, you know, you remember that, that scene? Um, I think it's Menace to Society where the, the cop is like, no, you know, right. You know, like I think she knew she had really screwed up, um, but I don't. You know, I think she knew life would go on, right? right? So in the middle of it, I yell, "Give me 
your iPod now and you <laughs> don't expect it back, right? So she just comes and matter of factly gives it to me. So in my mind, I'm like, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. <laughs> so then, so, so we finished cleaning it and I, and I, she goes, I was supposed to do this. She was doing like a baking thing with her friends where they were baking something together over a FaceTime. So she's like, I was supposed to do a baking thing with my friends. And I go, you know what? You can do the baking thing. Cause I wanted an hour and a half off, which that was going to give me an hour and a half off. So I said, you can do the baking thing, but you can't watch TV and again until I decide. So I took the remote from the TV she watches. I gave her her iPod back. So the answer to your question, Bruno, is when I took TV for the rest of that night, that had an impact. That yeah. had an impact. Yeah. So when it comes to disciplining Tegan, I just need to buy her a cell phone. But I don't believe in buying cell phones until seventh grade. Right. Um, but I almost need to earlier so I can take it away. So you can have something to take away. <laughs> yeah. So she'll just lose it every day. Cause right. it's like the only, they, our kids have so much stuff. It's yeah. like you have to take away their whole life for it to feel like a consequence. Uh, so anyways, um, so I think she got the message, but to say she was scared, that's not true. No yeah. way. Yeah. Anybody else freak out moment. Anybody else have a freak out moment? No, I was trying to think of one as you were talking and then I got interested in your conversation in your story. Um, it happens a lot. It happens all the time in my house. I, I, Ollie and I are constantly, constantly at each other's throat. And I think the other day, maybe last week or two, a week ago, like he's always, and it's like everybody's saying, it's like he's just around his sister all day, every day. So he's going to fight with her and he's going to be annoying to her and he's going to, and, but he's just like a, a physical kid and he's, and she's not, physical but she said i'm teaching i'm like you gotta like punch him back you gotta push him back you gotta do something just push him just punch him do something and so the other day like he was on the couch and he was like wrestling with a dog and i was like yelling at him to stop and then his sister came in and he like tackled his sister and she was telling him to stop and he was like in this place where he just wasn't gonna stop and it was like i screamed from the other room as loud as i could and i told him to like Go up to your room and don't come down again. And then he was walking up the steps and he was like stomping his feet on the steps. I can oh, remember my dad. I can remember my dad's. I can remember my dad screaming at me for stomping up the steps because for like our whole childhood, the, the steps would creak. Yeah, that's because of you, kids. You always stomped up the steps. <laughs> and I remember him stomping up the steps, so I got out of my chair and I ran to like the bottom of the steps and I said, "You're." I just screamed at him. I just lost it. And then he stayed up there for like, I don't know, 25 minutes. And he was like in his bed, maybe looking at a book or something, like a Lego magazine. I went up there and I like had to have this big heart to heart conversation with him. And I was like, listen, you can't do things like, and it was like, it was probably like a 15 minute conversation. And he was crying and I was like, there's a lot going on. And I was just trying to make it up to him. And like, but I lost it. I, I went crazy and I got to the bottom. I screamed at him from around the corner of the house and then I ran after him as he was going up the step and I screamed again at him just to just to kind of push it in a little more. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan of the of the scream and then they walk away and you chase them down and scream some more. That's oh, yeah. I chase them. I that's a that's a that's down. a school principal move. I love that yeah. move in, in schools. I love the chase down scream. Uh I'm chasing him down. I'm glad to hear you did the chase down, Baba. That's impressive. Oh, I'm the only, I'm the one that does it. You're the yes. bad guy. You're the bad guy. I'm the bad, bad guy. You're the, ba you're the bad guy. 
Maddie, do you ever lose it? Yeah, regularly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of if there was a major one since we've been home. There's a lot of little ones. Like, like when I'm, when I'm helping Grady with his work, he, he does this whole helpless thing. And I know that he will say he's helpless or he can't do it or he'll go, I'm stupid, whatever. But it's to throw you off. It's so you don't, it's so you, it's so you focus on that instead of the problem at hand. Like he's very smart and he'll do that. And it's like kind of manipulative and that'll drive me crazy. And the other thing is like, if I'm helping him fix a, like say he wrote a paragraph and I'm looking at one now, like he wrote a letter to his teacher and we make him write a letter to his teacher every day because he needs to work on his writing and we'll go through, he'll write and then he'll edit it. And I'll circle the things that I think he should know that he should fix. And he'll go back and he'll hold his pencil like this, like way up by the sharpened end to erase. <laughs> and it, imagine trying to erase from like here. You've got no, you've got no leverage, right? And it, it drives me up a wall. And he does it every time. And his paper, you know, he'll write a paragraph and he'll have to fix like eight things. And I'll go, okay, so here you go. This should be a capital letter. Like in your, your, here you've written a D instead of a B. And I'll circle it. And he'll grab his pencil and go, okay. And he'll go and, and erase it from so far away. And it doesn't, it barely erases and it drives me up a wall. And I don't, I think it's just because we're doing it every day constantly. And I'm like, dude, just grab your pencil close to the eraser and it'll be done in like two seconds. And he'll be like, it's nuts. I think we had a blowout after I built him a Lego set. Like I spent two hours with him and it's a fun time. Like we sat and we put it together and he loved it. Yeah. And then, and then he immediately went into complete asshole mode. And I don't know what it was that flipped the switch, but I was like, give me that Lego set. I'm going to hold on to that for a little while. Cause like, <laughs> you just, you just completely, you just, what are you doing? Why are you acting like this? And then he really lost it. Cause he had his brand new Lego set that he couldn't go play with. Um, yeah. There's a lot of screaming. And it's, you know, not the proudest parenting moment. I like to think I'm a pretty level-headed guy, but man, they can just drive you up a wall. Yeah, this situation will beat you out of the level-headedness. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Bruno, I got a question for you. What's your role, Bruno, in homeschool? Uh, it's minimal. Rach, Rach, is, Rach is leading that charge. I mean, we really only have to do it um, with Drew. Um, and it's, um, she's in communications with his teacher. So his teacher is, a, you know, he's in second grade. Rachel's mom was a second grade teacher in Framingham for years. And they, she knows Drew, Coop, she knows Drew's teacher. Um, and Drew's teacher, like tonight, just called her, you know, just called Rachel. Um, you know, they, they talk a lot, um. And so, Rach, I mean, that's my wife. She is, she is on top of that stuff. Um, um, with Coop, it's like, he'll, you know, the other day she was at her mom's. Rach was working. She had a big meeting, so she went to her mom, her mom and dad's house. And uh, so I had to get Coop set up on a call um, for his preschool class. And, like, he was just, <laughs> he was just sitting in front of the, the, the Zoom call, you know, and then he wanted to show off his iPad and showed off his iPad. And then as soon as he finished showing off his iPad, he just like turned and started playing on his iPad. <laughs> totally ignored the class, you know? So like, I mean, that's not, 
you know, homeschooling coop, like, you know, we do some workbooks, we do some stuff, but um, Rach has really got um, Drew's uh, homeschooling down and she's leading the charge. Um, so minimal at best. So Rach leads your charge. In my house, Della is not a part of the homeschool. It's 100% me. Yeah. Uh, Della just has to focus on her principal stuff. Uh, and uh, Janu, is it 50-50 or, or more so one or the other? Uh, it's probably 80-20 now. Yeah. But, uh, but, but in, in the beginning, like when, when Colby was, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't working, um, you know, she was doing the majority of it, you know, and, and yeah. I was working and doing my job. But, you know, now we just have to do what we got to do to get things done. So three days a week, it's me, um, obviously all day. And then like when she's home, I'm, I'm working with one of the kids, you know, a little bit as well. So, Don Rowe, what's your breakdown? Um, I would say it's probably down the middle, maybe 60, 40, Katie, but um, we're both sitting depending on who has what going on. She kind of does the morning and like sets everybody up with what they need to do. And then she has calls. Um, so we're both kind of just sitting at the table answering and doing stuff, trying to keep people busy. Yep. And Maddie? Milk. It's, it's definitely more best. Um, if you asked her, she'd say it's 90-10. Her. Um, she just, she's better. She's better. She gets better results than I do with them. Yeah. She can, she can motivate them a little better, but it depends on how our days are going. So like, you know, I mean, she's, on a lot of calls during the day. I'm on a lot of calls during the day. So if I'm free, then I step in. Um, we just approach things a little bit differently. And I don't know. So it's hard. She does more for sure. Yeah. John, what were you going to say? No, I was going to just say that. So, and Kobe, like, she's good at organizing the day before. Like, if she's going to work, she'll write out the schedules for like, everybody and make sure everything is like lined up so she tries to tee it up as much as she can before she goes to work so right. that helps um but then yeah it's just getting through what you can throughout the day when you're doing it by yourself but that's a big help in the whole thing because i'm not organized and she is <laughs> so yeah so what do you guys think about our summer what what does summer look like in your opinion Who, who's who's got an opinion i mean we got me and bruno have kind of found ways to hang with some other people. I do a ton of, Del and I have done a ton of social distance hangs. So, you know, we had a, a little get together here for her birthday last night. Everybody was eight feet apart in our driveway. Uh, so so I, I haven't completely been void of social hangouts, um, but it's obviously not the same. Uh, but it, let's, let's say me and Bruno have been a little more open to that stuff. Donro, Maddie, and Johnu, you guys have been pretty locked down other than grocery stores and stuff like that. What do you think? Like, what do you think? Obviously, none of us are going to a concert or a Red Sox game this year, but like, do you think we, we're going to the beach? Do you think we're going to the lake house? Do you think, do you think life gets a little more normal or no? I mean, I'm, I'm, we're leaving York as soon as we can because I'm not going to go to the beach. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to sit with people on top of me at the beach. I'm yeah. not going to do it. 
So again, pretty lucky. We're going to go to Lake George where social distancing is not that hard for us. And if we see people, it'll be outside, but I don't think we're going to have any social anything up there really. It's going to be weird. Um, do the kids have the kids other, do the kids have other kids to play with up there? Yeah. Yeah. We have best, most of Bess's best friends still go there in the summer yeah. and their kids are our kids age. We have some really good friends who live in Manhattan and they've been, they just got up there. So once we get up there, we'll probably spend two weeks and then we'll hang with them. Uh, they have twin girls that my kids get along with really well. But like, so you'll, so you'll connect, you plan to connect with them for more for real than with anybody you have right now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And who else? Other thoughts on the summer? I, uh, I, so it was funny on, on Mother's Day, I went to go see my mom and, and, and I had to be back by two o'clock because Rachel has a, a group of friends here in Framingham, all moms from the same elementary school uh, that Drew goes to. Um, she had plans with all the moms at two o'clock at one of the, one of the mom's house. So they were going to hang out outside. And, and then I had the boys and, you know, she was going by herself. And then I had the boys, I was going to pick her up around four o'clock and go pick up takeout and go home, come home and have dinner. And so we got there at four, we ended up staying till five thirty. And when I got there, it was zero social distancing from any of the moms. They were sitting around <laughs> the table outside, you know, basically a foot away from each other, if, if not closer. And, uh, you know, we got there at four, we sent the kids inside to play inside the house and we just hung out and I was there for, you know, I had a couple of drinks. We were there till five 30. And so I said, so this is over then, huh? Are we, are we done? <laughs> because like, I, I was a little surprised when I got there, but, but they were just, it was just like nothing for them. So in terms of here in Framingham, like as the weather gets nicer, my backyard's fabulous for hanging out. Like, People are going to be here. We're going to be hanging out. It's just the way things go. Unless another big outbreak happens, like I feel like we're just going to be doing it. Um, like you said, without going to concerts or games or whatever. Um, you know, I'm planning on doing my lake trip i'm planning on going to block island like i normally do i'm planning on going to a gunquit i'm planning on going down to newport to reardon's house on the fourth of july like those things if i right now say i'm not gonna do any of those i'd go crazy so <laughs> as now, i'm planning on doing those things um i'm not planning on like you know you know i'll be wearing my mask at the supermarket i don't know until yeah otherwise but I'm, I'm planning on having a summer anybody else got opinions no i think you know we're not big beach people we don't have that problem but we've been uh pretty close to a couple of families out in stoughton so there's two other couples that we hang out with a lot um that we used to um we do zoom chats now but we were just talking too and it's like at some point we're probably all gonna kind of be a little bit more relaxed and then start like going to each other's houses, letting the kids like play together, you know, maintain some social distance to some degree, but like, we're not going to be all summer without hanging out with the people and, and doing certain things. Like our neighbors have a pool. They said, you guys are welcome to come over anytime you want. Like 
So it's it's not going to be the same. So it's going to be a little bit more lax over here for us for sure. Just has to be. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's I for you guys have said what I think the next phases are right. Like I think I've hit phase two where like we've quote unquote quarantined with my sister. Uh, so I think phase two is like finding some other families and some other kids that you're like, all right, you've been very following the rules and healthy. We've been very following the rules and healthy. Let's hang out. Right. Um, and Bruno, you've done that. Um, and I think the other part of phase two is just hanging out outside with people that you still trust. Like I'm not going to be at a get together with a stranger for a very long time, but for the people I trust, like when I'm looking at you guys right now, what, would I let you guys come into my backyard right now and we hang out and, you know, and the kids play basketball and ride bikes? Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting closer to that point. Um, so I think that's what the summer is going to hold for us is there, there has to be a next phase, but it certainly is not going to be a Red Sox game. It's certainly not going to be indoors at a restaurant. Uh, there's still going to be some safety involved. doesn't matter how much they open up the, economy and open things up like people are going to have to be personally comfortable with it and i know right now I'll, I'll i'll do takeout all day but i'm eating it outside with friends at a social distance right and how awful yeah. is that? excuse me how awful is that too like it's great that that we have something to look forward to but like not being able to sit down at a restaurant or like uh, go have a beer at a bar or yeah. or I don't know. Go to go to the go to the nineteenth hole at a golf course and have a yeah. burger and a beer after after playing a round of golf. Like those things are, are just. I, I have a trip to Ireland with me and my dad alone in July. It was gonna be the best, and I was kind of like holding out hope. Maybe maybe it'll really flatten the curve there. It'll be good. And I saw last week. Irish pubs are closed till August. And I was like, well, <laughs> that one's canceled. Right. <laughs> you, don't, you don't go to Ireland if the pubs are closed. Uh, so, all right. So I don't know if you've seen the chat, but I want to go through some rapid fire questions. Uh, if you haven't seen the chat, jump in there now. But I, I listed some questions. Uh, so I'm going to ask the question. I will give... Um, I will give an answer first in case you need some time to think. And then uh, I'll just go through the group um, and answer as best you can. And then I'll go to the next question. But there's a bunch of other things I wanted to ask, but I want to respect everybody's time. Um, so uh, they're not in order where you're, the way you're seeing them on the chat. Uh, all right, first one. And like I said, I'll answer first so you have a moment to think. But um, what shows have you watched that are helping you get through this? Um, I'm a little bit into Sunderland Till I Die. It helps a little bit uh, and makes me feel like I'm watching sports and caring about a team. Um, I am absolutely in love with the show Black AF. I just, I think it is so good. It's indescribable. So we're stretching that out. We only watch one episode like every few days. We don't want to binge it. So uh, I would say those are the two getting me through, uh, get me through the most. How about you, Janu? Yeah, I mean, I do bits and pieces of, of shows. I haven't really locked into to much. So, but there's, there's one show that I'll watch at night because it's on over and over again. And to me, I just find it completely hysterical 
and that's ridiculous. Ridic, ridiculously, oh, I can't even say it. Ridic, ridiculous. My God, ridiculous, 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 ridiculous. Ridiculousness? Yeah, that's why. With Rob Dyrdek? Oh my gosh, yeah. So I love that show because it's just showing like YouTube clips of people like just getting just messed up. I still don't know what show he said. Can somebody say what show he said? (laughs) We got to edit that out, but we probably won't be able to. No, we got to keep that one. (laughs) With Rob Dyrdek, yeah. Is that on MTV? That's like an MTV show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stilo Brim and whatever her name is. <laughs> What's her name? Hey, who wants to follow that answer? <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Bruno. And Black AF. Chanel. And Black AF. Chanel, oh, Chanel, Chanel West yeah. Coast. <laughs> Chanel West Coast. <laughs> now I'm sweating right now because that's going to be put on the podcast. <laughs> I'm sweating my ass off. It's really hot. Oh, it's, it's really a hot tough word. Right it's now. a hard <laughs> word. No, it's a hard word. Give me some. Oh. Bruno shows. Yeah, I, I um, I uh, I've been watching Parks and Rec. Um, I've That's never been a popular one. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people watching that. And um, it's so good. Like I, I love The Office. And Office may have even take o- taken over Seinfeld as my favorite show. But uh, Parks and Rec, man, once you get into that, it's so good. It's really, really funny. Um, and it just Again, it's one of those things that like is light, it's funny, it takes your mind off the, the craziness or the madness that's going on right now. So I like to watch that before bed because it, it's a good way to, uh, to just wind down and, and forget about um, the nastiness of what's happening. Um, I've also started a few shows and like really enjoyed them, but just kind of stopped. Um, like The Shield, I watched a bunch of episodes, they're all great. And I'm like, I just can't right now. Sunderland was another one like I I watched a few and I'm like this is really good I don't feel like watching this anymore Ozark <laughs> thing like I just I'm like ugh yeah I can't uh. so I I've, I've been doing that a lot to a lot of shows but um but I do recommend Parks and Rec if you haven't seen it and Shit's Creek if you guys have not seen that it's excellent uh, and you can plow through those. They're like 20-minute episodes, 23 minutes. They're awesome. My wife and, loves that show. Yeah, Della loved that one. I never watched it, though. It's really good. All right, Donro, what are you watching? Ridiculousness? Uh, no, I, I, haven't, I haven't watched Ridiculousness in a long time, new. No, that's, a, that's, a <laughs> that's a long lost name. Uh, Breaking Bad. We never watched Breaking Bad. So we're Ooh. like, yeah, we're, but we're almost done. It's, we're on the fifth season. We're on the last season. What do you think? Um, it got slow in the middle of the fourth, but so far it's been great. It's unbelievable. I want to. I just kind of want to get to the end and see what happens. That's a good sign. Uh, yeah, that's a good sign. So good. <laughs> I just wanted to finish it. I just want to finish it, Matt. It's going to be done. We've been watching Black AF. We've been watching that. Um, I don't know. Last Dance. I've watched Last Dance every time. Oh, Last Dance. Yeah, I should have said that. That's Last Dance. We've been watching Last Dance. The last week, last one with Scotty Burrell. Scotty Burrell. When the majority kept on going, Scotty Burrell. Yeah. Uh, That's provided like the most normalcy of anything that's been happening. Agreed. Just watching that every Sunday for two hours. It's been great. It's been really good. Yeah, and now it's over. Yeah. No, no. One more. Oh, we have two weeks. 
And for Jean, I, have eight, I have eight episodes to go. It's just getting started. <laughs> You're going to have uh, to Tivo it so you can finish Ridiculousness. <laughs> Maddie, shows? Um, yeah, pretty much the same. I, I, I finished the last season of Ozark, the beginning of all this, really quickly. I flew through that. <clears throat> Loved it. Um, yeah, uh, The Last Dance has been great. I watched Sunday Until I Die. I finished that. Um, I'm so tired. I'm just so tired. I can't. I, I can't sit for long and watch TV. I'm just too tired. I fall asleep. Yeah. I feel like such an old man. Like yeah. And so, so I can't. I, and I don't. I don't like to fall asleep on the couch. Like it really. Like if I wake up on the couch like disoriented and got to turn the lights off and like lock the door and then make my way upstairs, like I get angry about it. Yeah. And so I try to. I try to not do that. And so as a result, I'm just, I'm not into a lot of TV at the moment, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Being, I, I could echo that a hundred percent being so tired and exhausted, but at like nine o'clock, by the time the kids are asleep, I'm like, fuck, I'm staying up till midnight tonight because I will have <laughs> a second to myself. I don't care. And I, I wake up 10 minutes later on the couch and, I, and it's like nine fifteen. I'm like, fuck, I'm, I got to stay up. I got to stay up. And then I'll fall asleep again just because I want to stay up and have some peace and fucking quiet to myself. <laughs> I don't even care what's on TV. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm just exhausted and I should be asleep. I know it. But I just want but to stay alone. awake because it's the, it's the only time I you're have alone. to myself. <laughs> yes, agreed. All right, next rapid fire question. What do you miss the most? What do you miss the most? So uh, for me, um, I definitely miss bars and restaurants and parties. Um, those are a big part of my fun. Um, but actually what I miss the most is uh, youth sports. Um, I would have coached AAU all spring. My kids live for playing games. So like if, if, if you tell me you could get one thing back tomorrow, I would say keep the restaurants closed, keep the bars closed, all social distance hang, and I just want to go coach fourth grade basketball and see my kids play again uh so youth sports is my what i miss the most uh janu i that's that's where i was going because i would I echo that a hundred percent and i say that because Kyrie, he was getting into basketball he was playing a lot i just started to coach and like the kids were doing so well you know the parents like i worked with another guy uh Rashawn um and he and I worked together and the parents like we got a lot of good feedback so like that was going on like and then when that stopped it was just like they just took that away like and that was one thing that I that I missed probably the most other than that I I mean obviously sports and Celtics games and things like that I think I'll never like try and miss another game again as we get the opportunity to do these things like down the road because it's like he can't take that stuff for granted anymore yep well said bruno yeah i mean it's it's not just youth sports it's sports in general i mean i you know when this whole thing went down we were we were um we were in the playoffs for drew's hockey so that stopped we had a tournament in martha's vineyard a hockey tournament in martha's vineyard that we had to cancel um he had a spring hockey season i was set to coach his spring soccer season coop was going to play his first season of organized soccer um, but then, you know, no baseball, no hockey, uh, no, no basketball, nothing to look forward to. And like I was saying earlier, like, you know, you're at, you're at work all day and then, you know, at three o'clock, you're like, Oh, holy crap. It's, you know, 
yeah. Celtics yeah. Sixers tonight, or yeah. it's Bruins Canadians tonight, or or oh my God, first game of the playoffs tonight. Like yeah. those things are just so in my life. Like that's what I look forward to. And this is this is a true story. The other night, the other night I woke up at two thirty in the morning and I just couldn't go back to sleep. And I was like, ugh. So I grabbed my pillow and I came downstairs and I got on the couch and I turned on the TV just just by habit turned on ESPN and it was a live <laughs> South Korean yes. ball game yes. no one stands. <laughs> it was awesome I was so <laughs> excited to be watching live sports I had no idea who any of the players were um, Matt Williams was a coach I know that of one of the teams so I was like oh I know that dude uh, but it was just so great and I missed Giant sports i miss sports so much uh number one no question don Rowe, what do you miss the most um i, I would agree that kids sports i, I kind of said i wasn't looking forward to it a lot but the coaching this year would have been fun uh it's still not canceled we still might have a baseball season so they haven't canceled that part yet um and pays is going to do lacrosse and i was kind of getting into that stuff and uh, mostly for them because they were so excited about it. They were like looking forward to playing and practicing and just kind of having a, as much as that routine of like running home and shoveling food in the mouth and going to practice is like hard. It's like, it's fun. And now when you don't have it, it's like, Oh fuck, what are we going to do? And then tonight it's trying to figure something out to do, but like normalcy and that normal routine um, would be something that was missed. Maddie. Um, I miss being able to go out to eat. We, we go out quite a bit, like to be able to just, you know, either go to a restaurant we know where we know exactly what we're going to get or pick out a new restaurant and take the kids and do that. Like, I miss that a lot. Um, yeah, Grady's hockey season got canceled. Ella's figure skating, lacrosse all spring. Yeah, I mean, they, we miss that, but they're not, um, whatever. They're not super hooked on it yet. I really miss, I will, I miss like, not having to think about running an errand, like just being able to be like, Oh, I got, I got to run to the grocery store because we need, yeah. you know, we're going to cook out tonight, but like, we don't have any good vegetables. So like, I'm just going to run and grab some vegetables, like, or I got to go do what I got to go to the drugstore to get something, or I want to go see somebody like I miss not being able to do that stuff sort of mindlessly without weighing everything the whole time. Yeah, well said. That's well Maddie, said. Maddie, what's your what's your go to spot for for going out to eat? Like, is there like a place that you guys go like more often than the others? We go to Ruby's probably like yeah. Sunday afternoon. The whole fam, kids. Yeah, the whole fam. Awesome. Oh, my that's kids fun. Are, yeah. My kids are are veteran at a restaurant. They're they're good. They're good at it. They can. What about notice. what about flows? Are they open for takeout? Not right now. Woo. No, so we've been doing quite a bit of takeout, but it's not the same. I mean, yeah, it's just not. But whatever. All right. How do you, next question? How do you get alone time? How do you get alone time? You stay up later than everybody else. Stay All up right. later. Force yourself to stay awake. <laughs> That's Bruno, pretty much it in my house. No, so we got. Rach and I are pretty good about it. We, we you know, we, we allow um, alone time. So if she, she wants to go take, you know, either a walk or a, um, a run, um, 
Um, I, you know, sometimes I'll just be take a ride. Um, but we're, we're good about it. Uh, sometimes she'll take the kids to her parents' house and I'm home alone. Um, so, so it's good. We, alone time isn't something that, that isn't, it's, it's not hard to get here. So if she's like, listen, I need a break. I'm just like, go get, go do your thing. Uh, and she does the same for me. She also said the other day, and not, not that it's alone time, but I, I went, I took the day off last Friday when they opened up golf courses and I, and I played around and I came back and I was so happy and I got a bunch of sun and vitamin D and I was just feeling great. She's like, wow. She's like, you should go at least once a week. And I was like, yes, I should. <laughs> so um, my, she's great, I'm golfing, she's great like that. I'm yeah. golfing next week for the first time. I'm really excited. Um, and I, I'm with you. I, I, I can't complain about the alone time. And my kids are older, so right. I can get alone time with them in the house because they'll just take care of themselves. Right. Um, all right, next question. Working out, is it getting better for you? Is it getting worse or is it non-existent? Getting better, getting worse, or non-existent? Janu. Uh, better. So when it, this first thing started, I thought I was going to be just working out and just hitting my running machine and, <laughs> and lifting weights and doing push-ups. And I, I think I broke my hand on the scooter. That was about six <laughs> weeks ago. It, it still hurts to this day. Um, I still can't do push-ups. But ever since, I think it was, I think it was you, Myrick, and Bruno had posted like you guys running in the chat and you guys posted your times and it says your mileage. And I was just like, I can do that. So I started doing that like a week and a half ago and I've been running like probably like four, four times a week as much as I can. And then if not my off days, I just go hit my, um, the running, the bike in the house and, and do that. So I've actually worked out the last two weeks probably more than I ever have. And I, I'm actually a little bit of addicted to running. Like if I don't go on a run, like I feel bad. And I'm like, I, I need to go on a run. Yeah. Good. I want to go on a run. It's, like, and it's like, you. I hope it sticks. I hope it's, yeah, that's great. Bruno. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it wasn't good. It, it wasn't, it wasn't good. I, I was in a really good groove with my orange theory going three, four times a week. Um, and I love it. And I love it because, you know, they, you go and they tell you what to do and it's different every time. And, um, I really, really enjoy it. Um, and not having that, like having to do it on my own, having to like, you know, what am I going to do today? Push-ups, sit-ups, squats, <laughs> whatever, you know, like I just, that's not me. Like I don't do that, but, um, I kind of, I, I, last week I, I'm a huge Bill Maher fan. And, uh, and I'm watching, I watch him every week religiously. And, uh, one of his segments last week was, was really, uh, you know, eye opening for me. And it was just, he really was talking about more of how, um, you know, he was talking about Adele and how do you ever get, you guys see Adele and her new yeah. body yeah. Right? and how like on, on like social media, people are like shaming her for like, you were beautiful before what, you know, all this stuff. And like, he's like, what are we now shaming people because they're getting healthy? Yeah. Like we should all be just getting healthy and like people are getting sick 
the people who are more vulnerable to getting sick and getting these viruses are out of shape, have diabetes, are fat. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's so simple. Just stop being an idiot. <laughs> and start how's that, just how's doing that going stuff. for you? What? <laughs> I, I, I know you've had some you you've had some moments in this quarantine where you've said food's been an issue for you. So is that changing? Oh yeah, no, yeah, totally. And I I mean, listen, I, it's Tuesday. I started yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I, I hope I'm sticking to it, man. Like, I, I mean, I, I have been doing some exercises here and there, but nothing like routine. I got to get into a routine. And it's really, for me, it's more or less, it's just food. Like, I got to stop with the, the ridiculous shoving <laughs> no. bullshit. Donro, <laughs> um, working out more or less or not at all? Um, say more but it's like everything else in life with eating and exercising it's like it goes up and down I I could exercise 10 days in a row and then I could take three weeks off and then I could take everything in the kitchen and eat it and then the next morning I'll wake up and be like ah I'm just gonna have yogurt today and then I'm not gonna eat for another three hours and I'll just eat dinner um <laughs> so so to, to do my but my, my Endurance and like and weight has kind of maintained um, from what it from what it was. I've gone up a little bit, I'm sure, but Maddie. So before this started, like the week before this started, I was back on the treadmill, like old school weight loss challenge every night. I was on the treadmill and I was like, in, I was ready for it and I was taking it on. And then this happened and the world got flipped upside down and like schedules just got wonky and I stopped. But I lost 10 pounds that first week because I think I was so anxious and not eating and just fucking freaked out. So I lost like 10 pounds, like boom. And now I'm walking every day. I wouldn't call it working out, but I'm active. I mean, I'm not, I'm not walking through the halls of my school like I would be, but we go for a walk and I'll put three or four miles on every day. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm in my weight stayed down to where it got after that first week, which is strange, but yeah, it's, it's okay. It's not you're also, you're also the best quarantine bartender. You seem to oh. be making the, like martini mondays man oh man i'm impressed every time i'm impressed every time if if bruno's my guide in the food world you're my guide in the bartending world so uh, hey just to just to piggyback on that though here's the thing like and i've found too booze helps at night but it doesn't help the next day and uh and, oh, God, no. and, and i <laughs> i have to like limit those weeknights that i'm that i have to work the next day because if i'm home hungover on like a thursday nice to the kids you're extra nice to the I'm kids a miserable bastard to the children and my wife and i just don't want to even do work no it's like it's like it's like my nephew who i was telling you guys about the other day like just not doing his you know deleting his google classroom work and handing his nothing because that's me <laughs> on a hungover 
day with nobody around, you know, making sure that I'm doing something. I'm just a lazy jerk. So anyways, booze helps at nighttime. It doesn't help the next day. I've only had one day where I woke up not feeling good. It was that one, last Wednesday night. I think I had three or four beers in the afternoon, like, you know, big beers, not, not Miller Lite. And then while we were on the Zoom, I think I had four tequila and soda. <laughs> That'll do it. And I, and I woke up in the morning, I was like, ooh, my head's a little foggy. But other than that, it's been like late afternoon drinks and then water at night. And it hasn't, I mean, I haven't been drunk in I don't know how long. You guys also know me and you've known me for a long time. Once I start, can't really stop. Yeah, yeah. I, I live somewhere <laughs> right, right between Bruno and Maddie. Like some days I feel like I can't stop and some days I'm all right. Uh, but every day, I, it's, Donro and I used to talk about this all the time. We, we live together. We'd be like, we wake up in the morning and our alarm goes off and we'd be like, oh, tonight I am going to bed early. I'm gonna, as soon as I get home from work, I'm going to bed. And then, like, of course, you never did. And that's how it is now. I'll wake up and I'll be like, today I am not having a beer. No way. And then it's like 4.30 and I'm like, well. <laughs> It's Jimmy, do you ridiculous. run every day? Do I what? You run? Do you run every day? Um, I, I don't run every day, but I'm prob- I'm at a good clip right now. I'm probably working out five days a week. What's your um, workout? If you're not running, what are you doing? Um, well, I got a, I got some weight stuff coming in the mail because I, I, I love going to gyms and lifting weights, and I haven't been able to do that. But today, no, today I did a lot of push-ups. I do chin-ups. Um. I do Peloton. We have a Peloton bike, so I do that. Um, and then my, 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 my go-to workout is a two-mile jog with a bunch of push-ups every half mile. Uh, so I don't like to – I will just go run five miles, but it's not really like – I don't yeah. like just that. I like strength stuff too. But, uh, but it's not the same. I miss you going to gym. for a Peloton? Uh, we have a Peloton, yeah. Long Get story. out of here. That's so unlike you guys. No, I, I, I tell you all the time that those, I don't know where you get that from, but no, we didn't spring for it. We got it as a gift. We just have to pay the monthly. Uh, well, there you we go. Were, okay. We were, so you didn't spring <laughs> for the That's my point. You? We, were, we, were gonna, we were gonna spring for it though. It just happened that someone beat us to it. Uh, Cause Della uses that. That's her thing. Uh, yeah. And then, and then Mela does all the strength workouts on and even Tegan does like the weight workouts on the TV through the Peloton app. Uh, nice or lame that they can't do sports all right last one um anything that you have found that's a silver lining that you'd like to maintain after this anything good that has come from this fire away i think our our weekly zoom calls i mentioned it earlier like it should be a staple if not you know maybe not once a week but it should be a standing once a month at least um you know, it's yep. been the, uh, it's been the highlight for sure. Yeah. I, I for me, I would totally agree. Uh, our Wednesdays have been awesome and it'll, it would be hard to do once a week if we were doing everything else in a normal world. Yeah. Uh, but I agree. Um, I, I will say the other thing for me is, um, I, I, I have deeply enjoyed the family time. Um, there's too much of it. 
but there's something to be said. I mean, my, our life is crazy, you know, and my kids are older, which makes it crazier in terms of schedules. Uh, you guys are getting there. Um, but like I've said, like, I feel like, I feel like it's good that my life took a deep breath. Um, obviously the pandemic's not good and the global death is not good, but it's been good to just be around family and to take a chill. So I, I want to get back into a crazy routine, but I could see myself saying we got to block off some weekends where we just say no to everything and just kind of chill. Uh, so that's been a silver lining. Donro, Maddie, new, any silver linings you want to take with you? I mean, I, I could do um, the whole Zoom thing, uh, the whole Zoom thing too. Like that's something that I hope we can continue to maintain once, once a month or, or something. And then for me, I think too, and I'll have to see how this happens, like after the whole quarantine is up, but like it was, it was easy for me to put off going somewhere or hanging out with somebody or, you know, going out to a Celtics game or anything like that. But like, just can't take that stuff for granted, like anymore. It's like making those connections again for me with people and and seeing people a lot more than I have in the past. Like, I, I hope that's something that comes out of this and i think i won't take that for granted going forward uh with with everything that's happened so nice don Rowe? um or silly go ahead maddie go i would say yeah i mean i think the, the level of contact that we've all had with one another is uh skyrocketed one because we've got more time on our hands but but the zoom call is sort of emblematic of that and that's been really great um We've been doing this thing, and this is all Bess's idea, but it's been a lot of fun. We've been, you know, remember the game when you're a kid, you call it ding-dong ditch, where you just, like, ring the doorbell and then run off, right? So we've been doing that with our friends, but we've been dropping off, like, cupcakes or cocktails. And, like, oh, that's cool. do, doing nice stuff for people, you know, so we'll, the kids will bake a couple dozen cupcakes, and then we'll drive around town for two hours dropping them off and then knocking on the door and running right and you're not going to get out of their driveway before people open the door but it's hilarious it's great yeah. we've been doing a lot of that good it's idea fun it's been fun um yeah and just you know doing some nice things for people that just sort of unexpected and you know make them recognize or think about you and and then people have been doing it back to us which has been awesome right so we've been getting you know a gallon of Billy's rum punch left out the house and then some cookies and it's been awesome. That's very cool. I love that idea. Yeah, Don Rowe, any silver linings you're going to take with you? Um, yeah, I think there's a lot. I think the Zoom stuff has been great. The chatting stuff has been great. I think that the it's been, I complain about it a lot again, but the family time stuff has been great. Um, there's been, there's a lot of times that aren't great, but I think yeah. the times that, that are great outweigh them. And I we do a lot of like, driving around i take a lot of rides with the kids in this truck and just like drive around and just like we have really like good conversations and deep conversations about things that are going on and and um just spending a lot of time with them we do a lot of things like before dinner now we sit down and eat. we used to sit down and eat we we still do sit down and eat dinner together every night but like now we do this thing where we like sit and talk about things and like the best parts of the day and been good the family time has been great it's been a blessing and a curse but i would say it's been more a blessing than, than fun yeah it's well said man that's really well said uh 
Well, I appreciate you guys joining me and joining us. It's awesome to hear all these thoughts. And uh, if there's any, anything else anybody wants to share, any last thoughts on quarantine life and where we're headed? We don't know, man. Where are we headed? That's a good question. <laughs> I know you're headed to the Outer Banks. Yeah. It's funny. I was talking to a – I was actually during – Drew was playing roller hockey today. And there's a father that is the head groundskeeper at BC. And uh, he was saying that uh, – Who came over – and he came over your house today and hung out on your house? No, no, we were across the street. And, uh, <laughs> right after the BC game. Who knows up at BC there? I was in the dorms. In the locker room. Uh, we were uh, – yeah, so I was football team though. So it was okay. campus. He's like, it's great. No one's there. It's fabulous. It's like, it's so great. And uh, um, but I asked him about you know school um, and sports, and he's like, you know, as of now, we don't know. He said, but the um, the Big East um, has said if any of the colleges in the Big East do not return their students. 100% to campus in the fall, there will be no athletics for the Big East. If only one of the schools yeah, I saw that. send their kids back, no athletics at all. And he said, I mean, granted, BC, BC's, you know, the only school in the ACC, he said, that really is in a hot zone. Um, but it's just going to be crazy to see how that all plays out with the ACC, the SEC in football. Like, how – how is this going to play out? It's going to be crazy. It only takes one, right? I, I think we're a long ways from that kind of sports happening yeah. again. That's crazy. I really do. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I love you all. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, see you at our weekly Zoom. And uh, hang in there. Hang in there. Thanks for having us, Tim. Thanks for putting together, Tim. Thanks. See you guys. Love you guys. Much love. Much love. No time for shucking and jiving. Uh.